Hey, this is Gribbly with the uh, very first Rec Room video AMA. Um, this is something we're going to experiment with and uh, probably start doing on a regular basis. Idea kind of came from chatting with players on the Discord who were like, hey, you know, the Q&As are great, um, but we don't tend to go very in-depth in there um, and it's hard to get into them. Um, so, you know, after chatting, we kind of came up with this idea of maybe a AMA video format might be good where I get questions in advance and then I can kind of go through them and talk about them in a little more depth. So that's what we're going to do today. So we've got a lot to get through, so I'm not going to dwell on it. What I am going to do, though, is I'm going to go to a new room for every question, because why not? So come with me, and let's get to question number one. Okay, here we go. Question one. So this is from Gobble Globble. Question. Since it's pretty clear at some point the game will be monetized in one way or another, is there any indication you can give us when and how this will happen? Uh, sure. Yeah. So um, we've talked about this a few times at the Q&As, um, and we've... Uh, had some info on our Steam page uh, for a long time. Um, but the basics are, you know, A, um, we think of ourselves as a social app, so it's very important to us uh, to gather as many players and make the community as big and as robust as we can. Um, and for that reason, uh, Rec Room will always be free. You'll always be able to download it and play it for free. Um, but yes, we do plan to start charging for things at some point. Um, the question asks about timing, you know, so probably you can expect to see us experimenting with this next year so early in 2019 um and like everything we do it'll be very experimental we'll start small try a few things um and the kinds of things we're likely to do is maybe charge some money for tokens maybe let you uh spend money to buy things directly um something like that you know so it'll be like cosmetic items stuff that like let you look cooler um and yeah and you know i know some people get uh distressed by the notion of microtransactions um our take on that is you know, microtransactions are not inherently good or inherently bad. Um, it's really about how you do them. Um, and so one of our company principles is uh, it's a small world. And what we mean by that is uh, we always think in terms of long-term relationships, um, you know, whether it's with players in the community or whether it's with partners that we work with as a company or whether it's people who work at Against Gravity on Rec Room. Um, we always want to have a long-term relationship um, with, with those people. And that means not doing anything exploitative or crazy uh, in the short term, you know, for, for really short term gain. So, you know, when we do get into monetization, um, you know, please hold us accountable to doing it in a way that is not exploitative um, and that is reasonable. And, you know, the thing that we're looking for is um, we don't want anyone to regret spending money in Rec Room. So, you know, if you put a few bucks into Rec Room, um, we want you to feel happy about that choice and feel like you're putting money into you know, a hobby that you enjoy, a game that you love, a community that you love. Um, and, you know, so you're happy to spend a little bit of money on that because it's something that you're choosing to do. If you felt tricked or upset or, you know, or cheated out of money after you spent that money, um, you know, that's a failure on our part. So that's how we think about monetization. Um, probably in the new year, you can expect some experiments with that. Um, but there'll always be a free uh, tier of Rec Room um, that anyone can download and play for free. Okay, that's question one. So... Come with me. Let's go to question two. All right. Question two. Let me bring up the question. This one's from Star Centurion. What will the big theater screen in the new rec center be used for? Or is it just there for decoration? Um, okay. So, no, it's not just there for decoration. Plan for that. Uh, step one is um, that's going to be a slideshow of uh, some of the photos that come in in RecNet. And so each photo that comes through will be like a you know slideshow that stays for a few seconds can check out some of the latest stuff that's going on in Rec Room, and you'll be able to like interact with that photo to go directly to that room. So it's kind of a way of highlighting some of the new stuff that's being created, 
um, you know, having more players find out some of the cool stuff that's going on. Um, now, people always ask, you know, could we maybe live stream the Q&As or other events to that, um, to that screen? Um, that is definitely something we'd love to do and something we're kind of looking into. Um, we don't really know how to do it from a technical standpoint, um, getting good performance uh, for everybody. Um, but it's definitely something we're interested in doing. But yeah, first thing first, uh, you'll see that become a slideshow, uh, hopefully in the next update. Okay, let's go to question three. All right, next question is from Forbim, who asks, question, when will we get NPCs in custom rooms? Um, so the hope is, and what we're trying for, is that you'll get that before the end of this year. So in the next couple of months, in the next few months, um, you know, we've heard many, many times from players you know, chatting on the Discord or just chatting after the Q and A's, uh, that you know, there's a strong desire to be able to make your own quests. Um, so something like Golden Trophy or uh, Jumbotron. Um, and frankly, we want that too. We think that'd be really, really awesome. Um, you know, we've had some really, really cool multi-room experiences uh, built already that are just incredible uh, using the circuits and the gizmos and things like that. And definitely, um, you know, something we need to add is AI, like the goblins or the flying screens um, and the ability to create things like that. So that's obviously, you know, a big job, um, a lot of complexities and details to work out, um, but we're confident we can do it. Um, and uh, yeah, so our goal is that by the end of the year, uh, you'll be able to bring NPCs uh, into your own rooms and create things that are very much like our quests. So that's what we're shooting for. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see how close we get, uh, but that's the goal. Okay, next question. So this one's from Layuda6732, who says, are you being pressured by your investors to get more players? Is that the reason behind screen mode? So no, um, no screen mode is something that we really believe is additive to Rec Room as a whole. Um, so yeah, let me talk a little bit about why we're uh, integrating screen mode, why we think it's a good idea, how we see it kind of panning out. So there's a few reasons we're doing this. So number one, Definitely, we want more players. Um, you know, we've never been shy about saying that. Um, we think of Rec Room as a social app first and foremost. We want it to get as big and as strong and to take over the world as much as we can. Um, and so, you know, we think opening up to a screen audience um, is a great way to achieve that. Um, so, yeah, that's that's definitely a reason we want. We always want more players for Rec Room. Um, the second reason is that you know we've increasingly been providing creation tools for people to build their own rooms in Rec Room to build their own experiences and games in Rec Room. And honestly, we've been nothing but blown away by the stuff that people are able to build. You know, the tool set has been pretty limited. Um, you know, we've been developing it, which means it's got bugs and it's pretty frustrating to use, from, uh, you know, a lot of the time. Um, and yet people come up with these incredible rooms and share them and people come and they have fun. And, you know, some of, some of the best experiences you can have in Rec Room are in, you know, rooms that have been built by the community. Um, so we see screens as a really interesting way to dramatically expand the audience for our room creators. Um, you know, so the dream is you can build something, you know, you can have your VR headset, you can build a custom room, and then you can share it with your friends uh, who don't yet have VR, um, and they can play the game you've created on their existing console, on their existing PC. Um, and that's just a really interesting and amazing thing that, that hasn't been possible before. And so we think uh, having screen players uh, in, in the app um, is really interesting for that reason as well. Um, and that kind of like is related to the third reason, which is, um, you know, we know there's a lot of people out there who are interested in VR, um, but for, you know, whatever reason, haven't yet got a VR headset. Maybe it's too expensive. Maybe it's too complicated. Maybe they're just not quite ready to take the plunge for whatever reason. 
And so we think of screen mode for those people um, as a really interesting way that they can dip their toe in the pool of VR um, using the existing console that they have, the existing PC they have. They can just download Rec Room as a free app. They can jump in, kind of see what's going on, get a taste of it. Um, and then, you know, maybe that inspires them to come and join the VR party um, and, you know, adds more VR players to Rec Room. And so actually an interesting stat that I can share on that is, uh, you know, since we've had screen mode live for about, you know, just over a week, um, we've seen so far 7% of players who we see first on a screen. So if their very first Rec Room session was as a screen player, we see 7% of those users come back for a, for a later session as a VR user. So something like 7% of screen users are coming back as VR players. Um, so no we, no, we don't know if they're rushing out to buy a VR headset or, you know, maybe they just tried Rec Room on a screen first and then, you know, dusted off the headset they already have. Um, but either way, that seems like a really interesting signal um, that screen mode can be a gateway drug uh, to get you into VR Rec Room. And so, yeah, those three reasons. Definitely we want more players for sure. Um, you know, we're never going to be shy about saying that. Um, we want to expand the audience for creators and create a really new way of creating experiences to share with your friends and your family um, and to be a gateway drug <laughs> to get people to like be able to get a taste of VR using their existing hardware and hopefully bring them into the VR family. So hope that makes sense, but that's why we're doing screen mode. This one is from Zombie Pete, uh, who says, Observation and questions. Though relatively new to Rec Room, I couldn't help but note that the reaction to the changes made in the past two weeks were full of passion and emotion. Yeah, you could say that. Uh, it says a lot about what you've created. I skipped a bit here. Um, questions are, what have you learned from the community's reaction to the recent big changes, and what do you wish you had done differently in hindsight, if anything? So that's a great question. So yeah, definitely, you know, the Rec Center update um, put together a bunch of big changes, you know, so we changed the Rec Center, obviously, that's why we called it the Rec Center edition. Um, we changed up a bunch of how locomotion worked in the game, you know, gave the walk players a jump button um, and, uh, you know, split out teleport mode. Uh, we brought in screen players and made them officially supported. Um, you know, we relayed, relayed, out, relayed out a bunch of stuff in the watch. That's a lot of change. And so I think um, probably the biggest takeaway uh, for me is that um, probably what we should do is uh, space out those changes in the future um, and not kind of pile everything in on top, pile everything on top of everyone quite so fast because it's just a lot to take in. And I kind of understand people going, whoa, 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 is this still, you know, the rec room that I understand? Um, you know, I'm not sure about these changes. I don't like, you know, I like some of them. I don't like some of them. Um, you know, so I think uh, in retrospect, it was probably us moving a little bit too fast. Um, you know, to talk about that a little bit, you know, we're a pretty small company. Against Gravity, we're a pretty small uh, company. Um, you know, we really try and punch above our weight in terms of, you know, the scope of the things that we build. Um, and we really think of our superpower as a small company is uh, we really kind of try and move fast, do a lot of experiments, um, and kind of develop the app really, really quickly. Um, because, you know, we think VR's a huge space. We think social VR's a huge space. You know, for sure, we're gonna be competing with all kinds of competitors. And the thing that we can do, uh, hopefully better than anyone else, is move really quickly and develop things really, really quickly. Um, that said, <laughs> there, there's probably such a thing as too fast. And I think the Rec Center Edition probably did pack too many changes in all at once and didn't kind of bring people along with us step by step. Um, and so that's probably what we'll do differently in the future. And that's probably the biggest lesson from that. Um, then I think we had a second part to this question from Zombie Pete. Yeah. Oh, what can the community do aside from just being vocal on social media to help influence the direction of the game? 
What are the metrics that AG is really looking at, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, that really drive change in the direction of the platform. Um, so let me think about that. So, you know, so definitely being active on the social media helps. Uh, talking to us on the Reddit, on the Discord, uh, the Kenny we do look at um, all the time to kind of see what bubbles to the top and what the top priorities are. Um, so all of those are important. We do look at metrics, and I think it's pretty simple. You know, one thing we kind of try and keep an eye eye on is you know, excuse me. Um, sorry, my nose is itching. Okay, all right, I'm back. Um, you know, stuff that we keep an eye on is community health. Um, you know, how many people are getting kicked from rooms and stuff like that. Um, we keep an eye on session lengths within a room, you know, like how long are people playing various games? Um, you know, obviously how many people are playing the game. So yeah, we keep, we keep track of all the basic stuff that you would expect. Um, but yeah, like, so I would say the most direct way to have an impact is, uh, probably, you know, upvote things on the canny, add things to the canny. Um, we definitely use that to kind of plan our various sprints. Um, you know, as we're, we're going to be doing a lot of work on the creation tools uh, for the rest of the year. And we're definitely using the canny as a major input into our planning for that. Um, so I think that's probably the number one way is, is get active on the canny. Make sure that your uh, issues that you care about are reflected there. Um, and by all means, hit us up on Reddit, hit us up on Discord. Um, I'm going to be doing these AMAs on a regular basis. So kind of get your questions in there, upvote questions in there, and we can talk about them. Um, you know, because as well as me answering questions, by seeing the questions that are coming in, I can kind of understand, you know, what people are passionate about, what they want to know more about, um, et cetera. So hopefully that answers the question. All right, moving on. Let's bring it up here. This one is from Volts Quantum. Question, do you think you would ever bring back hybrid locomotion outside the PVP areas of the game? And if not, any reasons as to why? Um, so what Volts is talking about there is, um, you know, up until recently when you were in teleport mode, uh, sorry, I'm sorry, when you were in walk mode uh, as a VR player, um, when you press what is now the jump button, you would do like a little mini teleport. And so that means like you could walk and then sort of teleport to get over things or up onto things. Um, and frankly, a lot of people like that. It was kind of a, you know, it's a fairly neat way to move around. Um, and we've definitely heard feedback that uh, now that we've changed that, people are like, hey, I like that. I preferred it to jumping. Um, you know, why don't you bring that back? So let's talk a little bit about that. So to answer the question directly, um, we might bring it back. Um, we are definitely actively thinking about it. Um, and, you know, but let me talk a little bit about the reasons why we changed it uh, to begin with. You know, so something uh, that we're trying to do is, you know, support uh, VR players um, who then split into, you know, VR players who prefer to walk and VR players who prefer to teleport. So that's already kind of two pretty big differences right there. Then we also want to add screen players. Um, some of whom are on a mouse and keyboard, some of whom are on a controller. Um, down the road, you know, we want to keep adding platforms. Um, and so we're really dealing with, you know, a pretty broad spectrum of uh, different types of players. We call it a heterogeneous uh, device mix, you know, different kinds of players coming in on different devices with different preferences, um, you know, wanting to play all kinds of different experiences. So it gets pretty complicated pretty fast in terms of a matrix of uh, combinations of things to handle. So really what we did in the rec center edition um, was kind of a big clarification and simplification, uh, which boiled down to, all right, uh, you're gonna be one of three player types. Uh, we may add some additional player types down the road, but that's for another AMA. Um, but you know, right now you're one of these three player types at any given moment. You are a walk VR player, you know, so you're in VR, but you like to use smooth locomotion, um, smooth locomotion, uh, or you're a teleport VR player. You're in VR, um, but you prefer to teleport. Uh, whether that's because you just prefer that locomotion or very commonly 
um, it's because your uh, player who gets motion sick from smooth locomotion, you know, which is there's a significant number of people who really struggle with uh, walking locomotion, and we want to make sure that they are fully supported in Rec Room. You know, Rec Room is a fun and welcoming environment for people from all walks of life. That includes people who uh, struggle with motion sickness a little bit. Um, and then screen player. So you're one of those three things, walk VR, teleport VR, screen VR. And so what we learned from uh, various experiments, especially in Rec Royale, is that um, you know if we want those three player types to play together, um, which we do for various reasons we can talk about, I think that's coming up in another question, um, uh, you know, it was really important to not kind of mix and match teleport and walking because uh, in order to kind of play together properly, in order to predict what someone was going to do in a kind of PvP game, um, it was really confusing if you saw someone walking and you're like, okay, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to get my paintball gun and I'm going to splat them, um, but then they suddenly would teleport, you're like, whoa, wait a minute, are they teleporting? You know, versus if you see someone teleport, you're like, okay, well, I kind of, you know, treat them like a teleporter, I aim at them a little bit differently, I can predict what they're going to do, but then they suddenly start walking, you're like, whoa, 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 and, you know, because in a, in a game like Rec Royale, um, or paintball, or something like that, you need to make many split-second decisions, even one second spent processing, like, whoa, you know, what kind of player is that, is too many, is too much. So for that reason, we kind of said, all right, walk players only walk, teleport players only teleport. And that was kind of a big, simple thing that we could do to make the uh, movement models comprehensible, no matter what device uh, people were coming in on. And that works, I think, for PvP games. Uh, we can have a discussion about that. I know people have strong opinions about aspects of that. Um, but um, yeah, but the question is, you know, do we have to uh, do that outside of PvP games? So if I'm just hanging out in the rec center, or I'm here in like, you know, Val Art Academy, um, you know, shouldn't I be able to mix walking and teleporting? Um, and yeah, the answer is maybe. Um, so what we're, what we're at right now is we feel like we've just done a bunch of changes. We sort of want to let the dust settle on that a little bit, make sure everything's working as we expect, um, kind of gather a bunch more feedback, um, and then we'll make an assessment about whether we want to bring back a hybrid teleport um, for, tele uh, for walking players. Um, it's definitely a possibility. And one, poss one possible way we might handle it is, um, you know, we're looking into... Uh, as I've mentioned a couple of times, we're, we're planning to do a lot of work on the creation tools uh, for the for the rest of the year. Um, and one of the things we want to support as part of that is variant locomotion in uh, custom rooms. So you're not limited to just walking, teleporting. Um, we can also handle things like flying and vehicles and all that kind of stuff. And so as we build out that system, um, that is likely uh, going to give us lots of options for how we could give uh, walking players a teleport variant. Um, the details get kind of technical, um, so all I would say is, you know, Vaults and other people who are like, hey, I really like the hybrid walk teleport, um, let me ask for your patience, let's let the dust settle on this one a little bit, um, and uh, it's certainly not a hard no, um, we're, we're kind of open-minded about bringing it back, we don't want to do it right now, just because, you know, like I said a couple of questions ago, we just brought in a ton of change, we don't want to kind of whiplash people too much, um, so, but yeah, please know that we're hearing that feedback. Um, we have people on the team who, you know, prefer, uh, you know, uh, the little teleport to jumping themselves. Um, so that's a very active discussion for us. So, um, so yeah, watch the space on that one. Let's keep talking about it. All right, next question. Uh, let's bring it up here. So this one is from Jerry J. Funk. Uh, says, hey, Gribbly, thanks for doing this. You're welcome. Um, you guys continue to be top tier in terms of community interaction and feedback. We try. Uh, I have a couple of questions. Pick whichever you like. So I pick number one. Uh, what would you say is the dev team's biggest indicator of success in the short term? 
specifically is it total active users overall positive feedback and reviews or something else um, so I'd say it's a combination of um, you know users and uh, positive sentiment so you know we definitely are trying to grow the app that is no secret um, we want rec room to get big and strong uh, but not at the cost of a positive community um, so you know as we've kind of been experimenting with bringing in screens for example you know we've, we've kind of always said that you know things get really really out of control we'll pause I kind of regroup um, you know make sure things are stabilized before we kind of go to the next level and so that's what we're trying to do um, we're you know definitely keeping a close eye on you know all the feedback we're getting from recent changes um, you know trying to make sure that screen players are integrating well into the community um, we know that we got a ton of work to do there you know so feedback we've gotten is that um, you know screen players for example can be you know a little bit weird to hang out with relative to VR players like as you know VR players are very expressive um, have very natural body language screen players are less so um, and so that's something that we're kind of working on and thinking about um, but yeah, so our metric would be we definitely want to see the app, the, the app growing, um, you know, which we do and we're very grateful for. And so thank you to everyone who's playing Rec Room. We, we, we love that. Um, but yeah, not growth at all costs. Uh, that's, that's not how we do business. I mentioned earlier our kind of it's a small world principle. We want a long-term relationship with everyone who plays Rec Room. You know, we hope that you enjoy yourself here, you make friends here, um, and you want to stay and come back. Um, so yeah, to answer your question, I think it's a little bit of both. Um, user count and positive sentiment we want both those things okay next question so this one is from fx steampunk uh question one when will the uh rec royale glider be added to the sandbox machine and the isle of lost skulls items um okay so let me take that backwards so the isle of, so a bunch of the isle of lost skull items are going into the sandbox machine as we speak like right now as i'm recording this video uh one of our devs is working on putting them in so next update there'll be a bunch more stuff on the sandbox machine um, the Recreal Glider will probably take a little bit longer. That one's a more complex object. Um, we don't have anything exactly like that in the sandbox machine right now. Um, but we definitely plan to add it. I mentioned before, we're kind of starting to look at uh, proper vehicle support. Um, and so you can expect uh, over the next month or two um, to us adding support for the Glider and a bunch of other kind of vehicle type things. Um, so that is definitely coming. Now, FX Steampunk had some more in his question. What will you do as a team to reduce toxicity with the influx of new players? Um, so yeah, so basically the same things we always do, like we keep a close eye on that stuff. Um, you know, we have a bunch of systems in place. Um, if you haven't checked out all of our moderation and comfort uh, options, I encourage you to do that. Um, if you go to the Reddit, um, you'll find that at the top of the page, there's a pinned link with uh, good links to all of that stuff. Um, so please be aware of all that, the talk, the hand gesture, reporting, kicking, all of that kind of stuff. So yeah, we, I mean, really what we do is, is what we've always done. Keep a really close eye on how many reports we're seeing, vote to kicks, uh, all those various things. We monitor all those systems really closely. Um, and we, you know, we try and promote a, a fun and welcoming environment for people from all walks of life. So what I encourage people to do is use the report features. Um, you know, please be proactive um, in educating new players about how to, you know, be a really excellent member of the Rec Room community. Um, and yeah, and if we think, if we see things, you know, really getting out of hand, we'll make changes uh, to kind of tamp that down. Um, you know, it's really important to us that Rec Room remain a positive community and a place that people really feel welcome and want to come back to um, and spend a lot of time in. Um, so yeah, just we'll be working at it like we always do. Um, okay, when will, <laughs> when will Punch Up be added? Well, uh, user called Velp made a room called Boxing. I have actually publicly called them out for a boxing match which uh they have not responded to because i think they're scared that i will defeat them 
Um, so I think that's as close as we're going to get to punch up in the near future. Velp, if you're out there, I challenge you. Ah. All right. So next question is from Forbim, who asks, question, who of the AG team is able to explain to Gribbly that PST is different from PDT by one hour and that it is therefore important to use the correct time zone? <laughs> Okay, well, look, I included this question. Uh, thank you, Forbim, for educating me. Um, I have lived in Seattle for many years now. I literally didn't understand that those were different that those were different time zones. Um, but I thought I'd include this question and answer just so, like, you know, as you're wondering who keeps making all these dumb decisions about Rec Room, um, I thought it's important that you know who you're dealing with. I really am that stupid. Um, so, yeah, thanks for thanks for the tip, Forbim. I will use the correct uh, PDT in future when talking about Q&As and events. I am ashamed. Okay, uh, so this question is from Sipio Wright, who asks, what are your long-term goals for Rec Room? Um, well, I think I covered a little bit of this earlier, um, but yeah, just to kind of restate it, um, you know, we think of Rec Room as kind of a next-generation social app, um, you know, and a community creation app, um, and we basically want to get it as big and as cool as we can. We want it on as many devices as we can get it. Um, we definitely have an aspiration to be, you know, as VR grows, um, we want to be one of the default social VR apps, you know, like as a free app with like all kinds of fun stuff to do, we hope, um, you know, we want there to just be no reason to not have uh, the VR app on your headset, just like, you know, if you were to, you know, walk up to a random person and look at their phone, you know, they're going to have uh, one of a handful of uh, social apps on their phone, you know, whether it's Instagram or Facebook or Snapchat or Twitter, whatever it may be, um, you know, our aspiration is to be that. For social VR um, and to kind of keep growing out the creation tools um, so that you know this is a great way for people to express their creativity share what they build with friends you know whether it's in VR or whether it's on a screen um, whether it's any combination of, of both in, in one big happy family um, but yeah we want to take over the world <laughs> we're not shy about that aspiration um, and so yeah that's the long-term plan all right, next question. Let's pull this one up. So this one is from a Jack Daniels, uh, not the Jack Daniels. This is a Jack Daniels. Uh, when can creators expect the ability to create textures and set transparency slash glow? Um, so yeah, so this has been um, a common request from creators. We talked about a little bit about this in the last Q and A. Um, so transparency, I think, is the easiest of, of that group, um, and I think you can expect that pretty soon. Um, as I've said a few times we are uh, embarking on a pretty big push on the creation tools uh, to close out the year with like some really um, big advances in the tools and the kinds of things that you can create up to and including uh, your own quests. And so uh, transparent uh, make a pen shape so you can do things like windows um, is pretty easy for us to support. So, so that one, I don't, I don't have an exact date for you, but um, that one, I think you can expect within the next few updates um, glowing, like, so just setting an emissive texture, I think is similar. Um, I shouldn't give any specific promises. I have to talk to the art team, make sure we've actually got a plan for that. But I'm pretty confident in saying that that one's coming definitely before the end of the year um, and hopefully sooner rather than later. And then what was the other one? Hang on, I'm going to look at the duck again. Um, oh, create textures. Yeah, so that one's kind of, so this one we're kind of, uh, so, the, so I think the desire is that you can create shapes uh, and put textures like a brick wall texture or a, uh, you know, a pattern of some kind as opposed to just the flat colors that we do right now. Or, you know, maybe you can take a sandbox object like a couch and put different fabrics on it and stuff like that. Um, that is definitely something on our roadmap. Um, 
we're kind of like bundling that together with like we've got a whole bunch of work to do um, where we've got to optimize uh, the app for some devices that we want to get on get onto next year. Um, I, I can't talk too much about that specifically, um, but we kind of got a, a big chunk of work ahead of us to kind of do a bunch of optimization, which should uh, yield a bunch of nice improvements for our custom rooms, um, including um, the ability to switch out textures and stuff. So it might take a little bit longer, like this one might leak into the new year, um, but it's kind of coming alongside this big push for optimizing the entire app. Um, so hopefully we'll have more to say about that towards the end of the year, early next year. Um, but yeah, we know people want it, we want it too. Um, and as soon as we can possibly do it in the right way, we will do it. Uh, all right, next question. This one is from Mighty Big Minus who asks, what happened to go-karts? All right, next question. Uh, let me bring this one up. This is from Milk and Cookies 21 who says, oh, they've got four questions. Well, okay, so. One, is there a chance of getting a new Rec Royale map? I was playing with someone that mentioned making a large city with a base similar to Cyberjunk would be awesome, and I tend to agree. It does sound pretty awesome. Um, so Rec Royale, uh, <laughs> Rec Royale, uh, yeah, so basically the next step for Rec Royale is we're going to do a season two. Um, basically timing-wise, I don't want to get too specific because, you know, things might shift a little bit one way or the other. Um, but basically what we're doing is first we're working on a new quest. Um, and spoiler warning, you know, for the questions that are coming in a few uh, people who want me to reveal what the next quest is going to be. No, I'm not going to do that. Um, but we are actively working on it. Um, I think it looks super cool. Um, I'm hoping you'll all love it. You'll all love it. So we're looking forward to announcing that. Um, and then once we're done with that quest, the next thing in the queue is uh, an update to Rec Royale. So stay tuned for that. Um, what was the next question? Next question is, will there be an option to teleport while walking again? Um, as I said in the earlier question, maybe. Um, right now, we're just kind of collecting data, collecting feedback, letting the dust settle on a pretty big change that we made. Um, so yeah, if you're one of those players who really wants to have the hybrid walking and teleport, please uh, be a little bit patient with us, keep giving us the feedback, um, and we'll revisit this uh, in a few weeks. Um, Rec Royale leaderboards, kills, wins, revives. Um, yeah, that'd be cool. So I, I think the most likely uh, scenario for that is that we will roll leaderboards into the season update uh, for Rec Royale. And then the last one, I know a lot of negative feedback has been given to this update and you all work very hard. True. Will there be something for older players as an exclusive skin or reward to smooth things over and bring people back? I think that would be a cool thing to bring people back and show you still value the core players. So first of all, for sure, we still value the core players. Um, and, you know, I talked a little bit about, um, you know, the rec center update was probably a little bit too much change packed into a small space. Um, <laughs> the idea of a kind of like... Uh, a token of apology is an interesting one. Um, not one I've thought about. Um, you know, I think definitely something we'll do is, uh, you know, last couple of years we've done the class of uh, 2016, class of 2017 shirts. We're for sure going to do that again. Um, might be a fun idea to do like a little item of like, hey, sorry for shaking the Etch-a-Sketch so hard. <laughs> Maybe that's a fun thing to do. So let me think about that one. That's a, that's a fun idea, uh, milk and cookies. So um, yeah, yeah. Uh, let me give you a hard maybe on that one. Um, all right, next question. So, this one is from Manoflick, who says, question, could we see a new paintball map or weapon, maybe a semi... Thank you. A uh, new paintball map or weapon, maybe a semi-auto rifle or something else. Um, so... Yeah, I can use the people tab on my watch, I know. Um, so, let me answer this one cryptically. Uh, I, 
yes, you are going to see more paintball maps. Um, stay tuned for that one. Um, and yeah, probably with that updated weapons, um, you know, definitely get getting time to like uh, give some love to paintball pretty soon. All right, next question. So let's bring this one up. This one is from Sissy Lynn. Thank you, Sissy Lynn. One, I'm not a big custom room fan. Okay, fine. Are there any plans to add enemy spawns to custom rooms? It's the only thing that would make custom rooms more than a novelty to me. Uh, okay, yeah, so I talked about that a little earlier. Um, you know, so yeah, we think of custom rooms as like always developing. Um, you know, we know the tools have been pretty limited um, and that, you know, there's often bugs and other things going on. Um, yeah, all I can say about that is, you know, we're, we're really serious about supporting uh, creators and making the tools better and better and uh, more and more able to build cooler and cooler stuff. So, like I said before, our goal for the end of the year is to get to the point where you can make your own quests. That's what we're striving for. Um, and hopefully that will make uh, community-created rooms interesting enough for you. <laughs> All right. So, uh, any chance we might get difficult weekly challenges back? Um, a while ago, I suggested in Discord feedback a token sync of buying extra challenges beside weekly and daily. I like to be challenged. Okay, yeah, that's good feedback. So, I think, um, you know, uh, Bboz, who many of you will know, um, who's uh, one, of, one of the devs, um, he kind of puts all the really deep thinking into the rewards and the challenges and stuff like that. So what I'm going to do is pass that feedback on to him, make sure he's seen it, um, and uh, I'll get him to think about it. Uh, then are there any tweaks to the report button coming? Um, I'm not sure what kind of tweaks you're looking for. Uh, what I will say is that we're always, uh, basically, like, it's rare that we do an update that doesn't have some kind of a tweak to our moderation systems in it. That includes the way the report and vote to kick stuff works. Um, we're constantly learning from how we see it uh, playing out in the wild. Um, so, yeah, I'm not sure exactly what tweaks you're looking for, but, um, yeah, we're certainly going to keep uh, iterating on those systems to uh, try and get them better and better. Um, what is the most played activity on Rec Room? Um, well, let's look at the hot list. Let's see. Rec Royale squads. There you go. Okay. Next question. Let's bring this one up. Let's see. Uh, Micah Lee asks, is there ever going to be a chance to get previous weekly challenge items? I know of a few people who would really like some of the items that were only available in the weekly challenge at a time before they started playing. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, definitely the idea is that, um, you know, sometimes we'll put old items back in the challenges rotation. Um, as I mentioned in the previous question, Bboz is uh, really the mastermind behind all this, so I'll make sure we pass that on to him. Um, but yeah, I think there's a very good, you know, very good chance that you'll see old items cycle through the challenge system. Um, but yeah, uh, if you've got more questions, hit up Bboz on the Discord, on the Reddit. He'll be happy to kind of go in depth on that with you. Okay. This question is from Forbim, who says, does Rec Room support the minimum Windows Mixed Reality hardware requirements? And if not, are there any plans to do so? Um, so the short answer is no. Um, I spoke to Bilal about this one. Um, and yeah, so actually we don't natively support Windows Mixed Reality right now. We support Windows Mixed Reality via Steam. And so the minimum requirements that apply are the Steam minimum requirements, um, which we do hit. Um, so yeah, currently no plans to directly support the Windows Mixed Reality min requirements. Um, that said, we are looking to optimize the app a whole bunch more, as I've talked about. Um, and hopefully that'll have knock-on benefits. Um, you know, I can't promise that that'll make it playable via Steam on a Surface Book 2, um, but hopefully. Uh, and while we're talking about Windows Mixed Reality, I uh, just want to acknowledge that, you know, I've heard a lot of feedback that the throwing is a bit jacked up right now. Um, I haven't been able to reproduce that. We have, have been looking into it. Um, we, we'll keep looking at that. We're overdue kind of a little bit of a polish pass on WMR headsets. So apologies, uh, Windows Mixed Reality users, if you're experiencing 
uh, low quality throwing um, out bad. We'll get on that as soon as we can. All right, next question. So this one is from AndrewMan03, who asks, is the majority of the devs focus on completing the new quest right now? Since the answer is most likely no, do you have an idea when it might shift to that? Um, so uh, it's kind of not how it works, you know, so relative to where we were in 2016, the team's grown a bit. Um, you know, we've now got more people working on uh, various aspects of Rec Room um, such that, you know, we do have, yeah, we've got basically the Quest team is working on, on Quest right now. They're very focused on that. Um, so they are actively working on it. Um, but at the same time, it's not like we're not doing a bunch of other stuff at the same time, you know, like screens mode, um, like supporting the creator tools, uh, like screwing up all the locomotion. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, no, we're actively working on the new quest. Um, but yeah, it's kind of like not that we can only focus on one thing at a time. We can focus on a few things at a time. Um, so yeah, and quest is one of them. This one is from Soul Fox Gaming. Uh, two questions. One, when will the pan in Rec Royale get a damage buff? Uh, <laughs> good question. I will ask the games team what they think of that. Um, I do know people like clanging each other with the pan. Um, so I'll ask. I'm not sure it is going to get a damage buff. I'd be kind of going outside my lane to tell you that it was going to, um, but I'll pass that on for sure. Uh, number two, will more melee weapons be added to Rec Royale? Um, I think probably, yeah. I mean, I think we got season two coming up. We're looking at different things that we can do to, uh, to freshen up Rec Royale. Um, I think it's pretty likely that you'll see, definitely you're going to see extra weapons and probably some of them will be melee weapons. So, so probably, uh, all right, next question. So this one is from On Wings of Pastrami. That's a pretty good name. Okay. Question is, is there a plan to create more added value for players that reach higher levels? You sort of fix laser tag now that there seems to be more items to, to more, I don't know what that means, more items and to buy and tokens to be earned as well. The quest has this to some degree, tokens for quests are fully stocked, but Recreate once finished has no reward mechanism. Um, so yeah, again, I think a lesson for me on this AMA is I should outsource these kind of reward questions to Boz. This is his department. Um, so yeah, I, I can't really say too much. I know, yeah, we definitely want to make sure that um, that high-level players um, have things they can earn. Um, you know, for Rec Royale specifically, I think, you know, with the new season, um, you'll see new rewards and unlocks to do there. Um, but yeah, I'll pass this on to Boz. And next time I do one of these AMAs, I'm going to make sure he's here to help me with these uh, rewards questions because I'm aware that I'm giving you kind of annoying non-answers. Okay, next question. Uh, let's bring this one up. This one is oh, also from On Wings of Pastrami. Is there a plan to balance the competitive advantage of walkers versus teleporters? I know there's heavy debate on who actually has the advantage, but I think balancing these different movement modes in game could cause a lot less strife among players. Um, yeah, great question. I'm actually really glad this one came up because, um, yeah, one of the more experimental uh, things we've done in the Rec Center edition is default to what we call pickup uh, matchmaking, which kind of puts uh, VR teleport players, VR walk players, and screen players by default all together in one game. Um, and yeah, and I think we've seen uh, overall it working pretty well. Um, but we've definitely seen, you know, some complaints and feedback and some, you know, perception of like different player types having an advantage, uh, you know, in laser tag or in paintball or in whatever. Um, and yeah, so first of all, I would say, yeah, you know, as with everything, we're kind of experimenting, we're learning on the fly. Um, you know, it's not like we've really got a model to follow here. Um, you know, it's not like, hey, we're going to make, uh, you know, a game that's inspired by Uncharted so we can kind of look at Uncharted and see how they solved a bunch of problems. We're kind of out uh, on a limb here uh, making a, you know, VR screen 
creation, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, this kind of crazy social thing. Um, so yeah, you're, we're learning along with you uh, what works and what doesn't work. So I really would ask people to be patient, be excellent to each other. Um, you know, don't go too crazy in the rooms, you know, even if you're getting a bit frustrated. Um, you know, if we have created like paintball VR, uh, we're going to add a laser tag VR, um, you know, that are not mixed matchmaking, not pickup matchmaking. So if you're really just like, man, I just want to play old school teleport only paintball, paintball VR is the room for that right now. Um, but yeah, really what we're doing is we're kind of, uh, like with the locomotion stuff, we're kind of letting the dust settle a little bit. We don't want to make too many changes after we've just changed a bunch of stuff and just whiplash everybody, uh, really, really badly. Um, so we're just kind of keeping an eye on it. We're like, you know, we're kind of just keeping an eye on, you know, how does the balance look? Is there, you know, a really dominant strategy emerging where like, you know, one class of players just, you know, has an absolute advantage over other players. Um, you know, so we're just going to keep an eye on that. We've got to gather a bunch of data, gather a bunch of feedback. Um, I will say we're definitely not done making changes here. Um, but yeah, in the short term, I would just urge everyone to be cool. Um, you know, if you really, really don't want to play teleport versus walk, there are options in the game for doing that. Um, and yeah, please keep giving us feedback, keep it civil, keep it polite. Um, you know, generally speaking, I think it's been going pretty well, um, you know, for most of the game modes, especially the, the cooperative game modes, like the quests seem to work really well with pickup, um, you know, laser tag paintball. I think there's a little more controversy about those. Um, but yeah, we're keeping an eye on it. We're not done iterating. We'd just appreciate patience and, uh, and people kind of experimenting along with us. Um, we're creating something kind of new together here. So, um, so yeah, we're not married to any one particular solution. I think we just got to learn over time what's going to work out the best. Um, and in the meantime, give it a go, you know, uh, and, uh, and see if you enjoy it. Um, and in a few weeks, we'll have a lot more data about like, you know, is it really true that, you know, one type of players has a strong advantage uh, over others? Um, and then we'll see how we want to tweak. Um, okay. All right. So starting to run out of time here. So I think I can just do a couple more questions. Um, so let me just burn through these last couple here. So uh, Pingo Plays asks, question one, where did the Rec Center VR Cup trophies go? Sorry to say that the Goblin King stole them. You're going to have to go get them back uh, by completing uh, Quest for the Golden Trophy. Uh, that's the way it goes. All right. So question two there was, what were the names of the five quests in Rec Room? I forgot what they were. So that is uh, Quest for the Golden Trophy, The Rise of Jumbotron, uh, The Curse of the Crimson Cauldron, The Isle of Lost Skulls, and of course... Question three. Can we have map pins in the future uh, so they can tell my team where to go without telling everyone else? Um, so I'm assuming this is for Rec Royale. Uh, interesting suggestion. Um, you know, I think, uh, yeah, let's let me pass that on to the games team. And, you know, maybe that's something we can look at for Rec Royale Season 2. Good question. Good suggestion. Thank you. Um, all right. Let me see. Isis Hardwater asks, will the new quest be something new or something we have seen before? Um, here's what I can say about that. It will be a new quest for sure. Um, so I guess in a sense, you've seen quests before. So it'll be like that. But it's also a new quest and you haven't seen the new quest before. So I'm going to say both. How about that? Okay. All right. I think uh, at that point we're down to um, questions with just one upvote and I'm, you know, I'm a little bit out of time. I'm going to run here. Um, so we will do this again. Um, this has been fun for me. Um, fun having a little guided tour of some rooms as I answer a bunch of questions. Um, so yeah, give me feedback on this. Uh, should it be shorter? Should it be longer? Should I go into more depth? Should I go into less depth? Um, you know, like I said before, I think uh, I might bring in some other people next time who are, have a little bit more expertise on specific chunks of the game, like the rewards. Um, so they can give you more specific answers but yeah so he, um, this is the end of our uh, rec room ama video experiment um, 
Uh, thanks for watching, and we'll talk to you again soon. Okay.